Today's devotion comes from John chapter 14, verses 15 through 24. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be with you, and he will be in you. And I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live. You also will live, and because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me, and those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will reveal yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him, Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the words that you hear is not mine, but is from the Father who sent me. This is... um, a teaching today and tomorrow on the promise of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus begins by telling his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask my Father, and he will send you another advocate who may be with you forever. So what is this advocate that Jesus speaks about? What does it mean? Well, an advocate is one who is called to your side for help. The advocate encourages you, teaches you, guides you, and comforts you. The advocate intercedes and speaks on behalf of you, a person in need. The advocate consoles the grieving and is known also as the comforter, the counselor, and the helper. The advocate will continue to do the work that Jesus was doing on earth. The advocate does not replace or take the place of Jesus, but neither is the advocate incarnate. The advocate was not crucified, yet the advocate reveals the truth about Jesus and his life, his death, and his resurrection. When Jesus returns to the Father, the Advocate remains with the disciples. This is the Spirit of Truth, Jesus says. Now, the Spirit of Truth reveals God's truth in Jesus Christ. The truth here is not a philosophical ideal that one strives for. Here, the truth is the power of God in the Gospel of Jesus Christ. And this power of God, this truth, tears apart any connection to falsehood, any bondage to falsehood. 
Truth frees people from sin and death. Truth sets us free from bondage, from slavery. In contrast to his disciples, Jesus says that the world cannot receive the spirit of truth because it neither sees the spirit of truth nor does it know the spirit of truth. The gospel has never penetrated the world. The gospel begins by penetrating you and me and others. The world is where people are alienated from God. The world is also hostile to Jesus and to his followers. This is not to say that unbelievers cannot become believers, but the world cannot receive the Spirit while unchanged. Jesus then says to them, I will not leave you orphaned. Jesus promises not to leave us alone. His death, his crucifixion, will mean more than the death of a beloved rabbi. It will also bring to an end God's incarnation. So what happens when Jesus' ministry is over? In verse 19, Jesus says, In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because you live. I also will live. The Spirit will reveal itself individually in the disciples and the followers of Jesus, and the Spirit will reveal itself in the community, in the community of faith that community that exists between the resurrection and Christ's second coming. His death, Jesus' death, is not the end of a relationship. The relationship continues now through the advocate, the spirit of truth. And here's the point. Not only does Jesus go to prepare a place for you, he and his Father make their dwelling place among believers right now. Jesus answered in verse 23 to the question, Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. So not only does Jesus go to prepare a place for you, Jesus also comes with his Father to be with you, to make their home with you. Yesterday we were asked to contemplate the question, are we missing something uh, that would cause us to do great works? Why did Jesus say we could do such great things, and are we doing that as a church? And Today I want to ask this question for your reflection. What does it mean when Jesus says, those who love me, will keep my word, my commandments. Pray that God will bless your reflection upon this devotion and that God will bless your day.